0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC. Hey, this is Bob Romanish. You might know me as Mike DeMone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and you are listening to $2 Late Fee. Before there
2: was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? Well, that's us, but. Thanks for listening, on to the show
0: Welcome to another totally awesome episode of $2 Late Fee I'm Zach Schaefer and joining me as always is my co-host Hello,
2: hello Zach, Uh, joining you, I'm Dustin Dustin Rubin, (laughs) joining you as always
0: Hey Dustin uh, do we have a special guest with us today?
2: Hey, very. This is a very special episode. This is a very, very special episode, because today we have joining with us um, the author of Denton Little's Death Date, the author of Denton Little's Still Not Dead, and the recently released Crying Laughing, the amazing young adult uh, novels, and also the New York Times best-selling co-author Whoa. of the Lost Causes of. Bleak Creek. Yeah. Lance Rubin. Hi. <laughs> and most importantly, he is my brother. Yes, oh, I yes. am. Hence the
0: special part of the
2: episode. I'm literally born in the 80s. Yep. Hey, that's right. The, I got that on you guys. You're
0: the youngest member of our group. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it gives us actual street cred for once. It does finally um because we've always said like well man if only we had someone born in the 80s on this show (laughs) yeah you say that all the time (laughs) i say it all the time i'm so happy to be here to finally Um, fulfill that
0: we're happy to have you very happy to have you welcome the show thank Thank you
1: thank you i love the show and it's nice to be in the world of the show now
0: now you are a part of our universe yeah it's cool it's like when um you know, uh, Spider-Man came into the Marvel universe finally from Sony and they're like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah,. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah Civil War. Yes. What do, you, what do you most
2: love about our show? Ooh, well, I love, I, I just, first of all, I love your
1: passion. Uh, both of you. Yeah. The, I think the, the passion, passion I, the, the passion, just like you, you feel it. Um, and, and just like remembering just like the little details you get into So you're suddenly remembering things. It's like, Oh, right. It's just like, it helps tap into a part of my brain that lived in the eighties. Um, and that I just don't think about these things anymore. And suddenly you guys are talking about, it's like, Whoa, that happened. It's just <laughs> something very satisfying about going back there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just hearing like what you guys loved and why you loved it. And Dustin, obviously you're my brother, so I know you very well, but still I learned things listening like, oh, that's why that movie meant something to him. I never, I never got that.
0: See, um, we are, that. that's the point of our show is to find those places in your mind where you're like, I don't need to li- think about this anymore. <laughs> yeah. This isn't important. And right. We bring it up and you go, oh, it's still that not was important. Right. No, maybe it was. Maybe, maybe that was, was. very informative
1: uh. and I just don't think about it. And and you being my older brother, Dustin, of course. Like I know a lot of these movies through you and because of you. So like that was very formative in you know, who I am and some of the things I like is because you happen to like it already. So
0: Was Dustin a good big brother?
1: Yeah, he was a great big brother. Okay, good. Yeah. That's yeah, good. We were just talking about this this week. It was like, did we fight a lot? Did we like wrestle and fight? And it's like, No, I guess we did. I guess we didn't.
2: No, we we yeah. remember like you know, having those moments like you're kind of annoying me. Yeah. Or whatever. There's there's one particular moment um, which resonated with me, I think, much more than it resonated with Lance, although my <laughs> resonation maybe caused you to put it in your first book. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Date, yeah. And the moment is that basically... Oh, yeah. Lance and I I don't know how old I was I probably I like to think I wasn't very mature because this is a very strange response uh, that I'm probably to, six to maybe you were
1: six and I was two I would, right I, six I would and two okay, yeah. let's
2: say that and yeah. uh, All bets are off. and our mother had made us uh, tuna fish sandwiches. And we were outside at in the backyard. Two. We were, we maybe, were three. Maybe, maybe three, maybe it's three seven. Older. I'm trying to age you know. down. I mean, what stories? You seem like disgusted when we said, "Like is tuna fish not something you give no, a two year old?" No,
0: for it, I love tuna fish. A two year old can eat tuna can fish. It, sure. I guess. But is <laughs>
2: is, that, is yeah. that too early to give a two year old a tuna fish? No, salmon?
0: I don't think so. But I just, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure.
2: Two year eat tuna fish. Do they have teeth
0: at that point? Right, right.
2: But so, so we were eating in the backyard on our on our little patio, and Lance was sitting across. From me, and like I was like distracted by something or whatever, and I looked away, and suddenly you might have gone to the bathroom or something. Oh, I did. Maybe, yeah. yeah, I think I left the room or whatever. (laughs) And I remember, and then Lance had come back, and he and he had he had started eating my sandwich. (laughs) how yes. dare um, yes. you know, he, was eating, I, he had his own and then your reaction I, was well I'd had a moment of like looking down and being like
1: I have two sandwiches <laughs> and I do kind of remember this like oh well let me start working on this one because like you know I don't want to finish this one like I in order to do this in the most efficient way, I was like, let me eat this one. Yeah. And then... Fresh <laughs> sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, I don't know why I had that thought, but then Dustin came back and it's like, why did you eat my
2: sandwich? And then I understood. And, and this was like the worst thing that ever happened to me. You know, like I yeah. was like... I know. and like so much so like he hadn't even eaten that much of it yeah. he made like a bite he took yeah. a bite out of it yeah. and I, I refused to eat the rest of it oh like what yeah. a what a little right. shit you yeah. know well, what I mean uh, now I
1: get to witness the dynamic, this dynamic in my own two sons because uh, it's a very very right. very similar things happen yeah right not like, that you exactly you not eat that sandwich what's wrong with you
2: like, yeah, okay, like, a- I could have just finished it and then if I was still hungry again
0: yeah yeah i mean look i understand or maybe why. i can have a bite of your sandwich my brother used yeah. to do that he would put his finger on my sandwich and i'm Ooh. like oh why'd you do that and right suddenly it's tainted right uh, make me God. a new
1: one mom and dad and you don't uh, yeah. in your in your yeah.
0: seven-year-old brain you're not figuring that out quite yet and you were being three or yeah. two or three yeah you know? it's yeah, like, yeah yeah that makes sense but still yeah. you tainted it
1: right the purity of the sandwich compromised
0: no and you're like this game is over
2: no, I think I just cried or something, you know, <laughs> threw a tantrum and yeah. ran to my room or who knows, just some, you know, not logical
0: You broke my G.I. Response. Yeah. Yeah. And you put this in your book?
1: I did. I did. It's just like a, <laughs> awesome. a quick little blip of an anecdote, but yes. Yeah. As yes. you
0: should. As more yeah. should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You always now take it, those moments, traumatic moments of your yeah. life and... Even if that's the most traumatic moment that ever came out of your childhood, that's that's, that's a pretty damn. That's easy street. (laughs) Because I've said on many, I said it earlier today when we met for the first time. I was like, I love your family. You, you know, your dad, like I said, he wrote a, the sweetest email to Dustin and I. I'm like, we should put this review in our iTunes. So uh, if you <laughs> haven't reviewed our show yet, please do so. And give us yeah. a five star while you're at it. <laughs> Bing! Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the fact, and then, you know, everybody's so sweet. Your sister. And
1: yeah, like, that's really nice. Zach. You got a that's, great family. That's very really cool. sweet yeah. of you.
0: And I'm really happy that you're on our show to discuss one of my favorite movies. Um, we are kind of, we, we, we chose this movie because it's piggybacking on... Or it's the start of our Robert Romanus month, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah um, it is. We had the pleasure of interviewing Bob Romanus. Well, Unfo- well, you did. I yes. did. <laughs> uh, Dustin was unfortunately really sick that day, so he couldn't make it. But uh, I interviewed Bob Romanus for well over an hour, talking about fast times and a lot of other great stuff. Uh, if you're a fan of him and even maybe if you don't even know who he is, you're going to by the end of it, you're going to go, wow, this guy's a dynamic yeah. dude.
2: It's the best interview we've ever done. And I wasn't there. Is that <laughs> a coincidence? I don't know. <laughs>
0: but. It, it definitely has an NPR Terry Gross vibe to it. Kind of one on one. Yeah, it really does. Because yeah. at the end of it, I'm like, wow, it, it was very thoughtful. And just very, like, very happy.
2: Can, can you give a little uh, Robert Romenes? Yeah, a...
0: so, you know, it doesn't matter whether she comes, stays, lays of praise. It's all about the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rat, where'd you get that shirt out of your hamper? You know? Yeah. So uh, so nice that's, done. That's, that's coming it. up uh, later in the month. But we are talking specifically today about the 1982 masterpiece, National Treasure, because it is, uh, Fast Times of Ridgemont High. Yes. And the song that goes with it. Well, this was tough because we were like, there's so many songs in this yeah. movie that are iconic. But I said, like, what about the song We Got the Beat by the Go-Go's? Because that's really the song that sets the tone right. for the whole movie. It's true. Um, yeah, what, what are your feelings about Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Lance? Whew.
1: Well, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I watched it as a teenager. Um, what well, holds up really well, first of all. Um, I should say we just watched it together. Uh, which is really nice. That's a part of the process and, and of and re- $2 re- Lakers. Really, really fun. Yeah, um, yeah. for me, you, you're mentioning We Got the Beat, but the song I always associate with this movie is, of course, Someone's Baby. Yeah, by, um, somebody's, by Jackson. Somebody's, somebody's, somebody's baby. baby. Somebody's Baby. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Messed, messed up the, the title. But um, <laughs> Somebody's Baby by Jackson Brown, um, and, and the scene associated with it, I think, is the most imprinted thing on my brain and and that scene is not even like a really fun scene um i mean we can get into it now or 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 later but but uh in that scene jennifer jason lee who plays stacy uh who is 15 and has just entered high school (laughs) um has picked up or has, has given her phone number to this 26 year old uh at the is it Pizza Place where they were?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perry's uh, Pizza. Uh, Perry's uh, Pizza. Uh, no. Great. At uh, the Pizza Percy's? Place where they were. Oh, Perry's, Perry's Pizza. Is yeah.
1: Perry's Pizza. Yeah. Uh, Perry's Pizza. Uh, so she's picked up this 26 year old named Ron Johnson, who's a stereo Johnson. salesman. Yeah. Um, and she's lied to him and told him that she's 19. Um, but so they have this date really early on in the movie, I think like maybe 15 minutes, 15 in. minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she sneaks out um, after she said goodnight to her mom, who thinks she's sleeping in her bed. Sneaks out, gets picked up by, <laughs> by Ron Johnson. Ron's like, what do you want to do? You want to go to the point, so it just gets right to it. They go to the point, which is a which is, which is just a dugout, a dirty little dugout on a right to the little point. league they little league right field. To the point. Hey, hey I wasn't hey. even trying to in do that sense
2: of the word. Nice. Wasn't trying to do that.
1: Nice. Um, and, and then proceed to have sex, but it's it's in this way that really stuck with me that like it's not this glamorous movie sex. It's yeah. like there's a specific vantage point from Stacy's perspective of looking at like the graffiti on the wall of this dugout on the ceiling, one of which is surf Nazis. (laughs) Um, and, And she's like, it's kind of uncomfortable for her. Uh, and then that's that's the end of that scene. And somebody's baby is playing, which is like this joyful song. Yeah. And in fact, my wife, Katie, loves Jackson Brown, has not seen Fast Times at Rage High. And when that song plays, she's like, oh, yeah, the song is great. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't just not think about Jennifer Jason Lee having uncomfortable sex yeah. um, I, when I, I, think I hear that this. the same thing. Yeah.
0: And my son, who's five, he loves that song, too. And he'll yeah. be walking through the house because we have a Yacht Rock playlist, and that's one of the Yacht Rock songs on it. Okay. And he'll be walking around the house going, she must be somebody's baby. Yeah. <laughs> She, um, so innocent, <laughs> like, yeah. so sweet. Yeah, gonna be tainted in about ten years.
1: But yes, <laughs> yeah. but I, I think it's a brilliant yeah. use of that song. Oh, it's great, you know. Yeah, and and I think it's amazing because so many of these sex comedies of the '80s are not—you're not really getting a female perspective on the sex. It's yeah. really all the guys—they want the sex, yeah. you know—the the women, the the teenage girls, yeah. you know, whatever happens with that. You're really not getting how they feel about it. So here, you know, it obviously could go much deeper. I'm not saying this This movie has like deep, deep substance in regards to that, but it's, it's pretty amazing that that stuck with me that like, Oh, she was having a bad time. Yeah. And I do think that, you know, influenced the way I would go on to, you know, be in relationships totally. and think about the way you're thinking about sex. Cause you learn from the movie and it's like, okay, like, As opposed to these movies where it's just a a guy going after the girl. It's like, don't worry about her. She's an object. Like, do what you have to do to get her. You know, just this stuff that we now see as, like, pretty gross. Yes. Um, This movie, at least, was kind of ahead of its time. And it's like, no, this this girl has a perspective. Uh, She's taking ownership, too, in Jennifer Jason Leigh. Like, she really is uh, taking ownership of her own sexual being. She does. Um,
0: She's not, you know, and and this movie's interesting in that way that there's not really a main character even though the movie opens with yeah. Damone, which upon watching this movie probably the 30th or 40th time to today with you yeah. guys, realize realized, wait a minute, Damone is kind of the main character of this movie. And before I go any deeper than that, just really quickly, if for those of you that haven't seen this movie, which I'm sure it's none, um, it, it's, it's a story, it's a coming-of-age story in high school, and it's based on Cameron Crow, Cameron Crowe, the writer of the movie, um, he went undercover at a high school, San Diego, I think.
2: When he was 22 or 23, okay. determined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it was in San Diego. In San
0: Diego, yeah. And, and he and he basically documented the whole thing uh, and turned it into a script. Yeah. And Amy Heckerling, female director... Which in 1982 was kind of also amazing, yeah. Yeah. And that, and then maybe that goes back to your point about having this perspective, a female perspective of the way sex is viewed, yeah. Uh, And this came out the same year that Last American Virgin came out, and we talked to Diane Franklin about this. That, you know, the movies are tonally different. Um, One is way darker than than the other, but they both reflect a real important aspect of teenagehood back then in the 80s you know yeah and then the california 80s specifically because it takes place right. in the valley uh you know it opens with the ridgemont mall which is the galleria which is not even i mean it's a galleria still in sherman oaks but it's like doesn't even look anything like what it did mm-hmm. because it was destroyed yeah. in the 1994 earthquake i think or ninety-six wow. or something like right. that uh north ridge earthquake it was just demolished but, uh, yeah, it's such an iconic moment of, like, seeing Damone come into that elevator and going through his whole thing. Yeah. And then you go on this journey of all these different characters. And in, I think we talked about this. It feels, it's very really segmented. Um, you know, it's the, the, the narrative is different. So
2: like little vignettes. Vignettes, of, sorry, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where that, that occur where it's like, oh, yeah, now we're just going to. Going to Spicoli and yeah. We're gonna, but yeah, it's interesting too. But this was also this this movie was also a a, a book first that That's right. that Cameron Crowe, um,
1: yes, a nonfiction book, a nonfiction book, like yeah. detailing the lives of what was then current day teenagers.
0: Yeah, know? which is a trip if you think about it. Because I was saying this to Robert Romanus in the interview that it does still feels timeless. Like we're still dealing yeah. with the same things, the way we viewed sexuality when we were teenagers. Uh, in many ways, was like what the kids in the movie are thinking about. The way yeah. drugs were presented in the movie, it's a very it's a very light way overall. Yeah, uh, that they deal with everything. But maybe that's why it's so accessible and why it stood the test of time. Yeah, and it's it's in the um, what did Bob say? It was like it's a.
2: It's a but he said it's in like the rock and, the hall of fame or the. Their, <laughs> this is I the rock and roll hall of It's a it's a national treasure.
0: It is yeah. literally a national treasure. Yeah. yeah, and 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 that makes total sense. I think when you talked about song, somebody's baby, yeah, that song stands out to me. Yeah, I love that song, and it's used twice in the movie. Right,
1: and we should talk about it the second time too. Yeah. Again, this is like could be a, a really hot, romantic sort of passionate moment, um, but then Mike Damone, who we're talking about, played by Bob <laughs> Romanis comes very quickly. Uh, and Literally, then yeah. we're not worried about spoilers, obviously. Right. No, this no, is, yeah, no, yeah. 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 No. Um, so this is the second time Jennifer Jason Lee is having sex to this song. And this time she does not really get pleasure cause it, it happens really fast. Yeah. Um, and then she's gets pregnant. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and, has an and has to
1: have an abortion, which is also very impressive for a 1982 film.
0: Yeah, because Last American Virgin dealt with that as well and and in a much different Does way. Does a
1: character get an abortion? Yeah,
0: the main character, yeah. Diane oh. Franklin, uh, she has to have an abortion. She chooses wow. to get the abortion in that, actually. Maybe, uh, yeah.
1: oh, guys, maybe like... If, People were much more open about abortions. I think something did shift in the culture, maybe going to the nineties where suddenly you just could not, I mean, politically things had changed where abortion was that more, much more of a hot button issue.
0: I personally feel like culture died in the nineties. Like, yeah. yeah, in many yeah. Ways. And I'm not even joking. Like people were like, Oh, the grunge period. You think about it, it makes sense to me because grunge was like, it was just the dredges, you know, we're yeah. just going to thrift stores now and we're just basically reusing things that have already been had their heyday. So now we're just kind of trampling over stuff. So maybe at that mm, point, society died in some respect. We got, the, right. you know, the 80s were the last decade at that time of like, just, you know, it's a cocaine generation you know yeah. where We're just like diving in going full force and suddenly everything got super depressing how are we going to bring it back a notch yeah. and they're right. like yeah we're getting an abortion all right right you know, i'm just doing my right. thing it's life it, yeah. it almost yeah.
1: feels like a carryover from 70s cinema which i feel like was grittier and realer totally. and like that was all going on and, and i feel like fast times captures some of that it's not gritty it, it is lighter but it feels real yeah, Whereas a lot they, of sex comedies of the 80s feel like cartoons they told, um, oh yeah yeah so the,
0: in the sex comedy yeah in and when, when we when we see sex comedies we're lumping everything that is that had sex as yeah. as, a, as a focal point and this did right you know? right um and and every character in this movie uh is it's so like not everybody's centered around that but obviously Damone's character he, that that moment ruins him you know, in, yeah. in, in many ways. And we talked about, we were watching this. We're like, he's like the main guy. He's a good guy. Uh I I personally loved him. I saw this movie, I think when I was like six or seven with my older brother. He's like, hey, I got this great comedy. We rented it from the video store and we put it in. And I'm like, what's this? You know, what's Did going on? six or seven just yeah. now? Oh my God. Because this came wow. out in 82. I was yeah. born in 76. I was six. I'm going to say I probably saw it when I was seven in 83, you know? Wow. Um, yes. And, and yeah, I... You know, I watched a lot of things when I was a kid that I definitely no, should not like, have. Of course, and same. I remember watching this, and I'm like, the the scene where, um, where uh, you know Judge, Judge Reinhold's character is is jerking off in the bathroom to to uh, to Phoebe Cates, and I'm like, what's he doing? And my brother's like, he's beating <laughs> off, and I'm like. What's beating off? He's like, yes. you're going to find out in a couple right. years. And then, Let me show you. Uh,
2: no, no, no. And then, and then you lead into another traumatic story. For no, my childhood. brother used to make me
0: watch other things that are, you know, that's a right. whole other story to go right. down. Right. That's, right. Save that for podcasting right. after really. dark, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, really. Save it
2: for sleazy season. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: What's your exposure to this movie, though? When did you? Did What's what? my exposure? Like, yeah, Interesting when you, choice. Because <laughs> I would say
1: this is not a movie I watched with you. Desk. Like this, this uh, no, I remember like renting on my own as a teenager because I, I would hear right, about it all the time as like a, an important Certainly I saw movie. this
2: much later. I feel like I, I, don't, I don't, I can't recall the first time I saw it. Okay. I feel like, you know, I was not four when it, when it came out. <laughs> I was, I was, I was four, I was seven. Um, I
0: was the one who was crying about my tuna fish sandwich. But, uh, I was busy crying <laughs> about my tuna.
2: T- <laughs> I was not watching Fast Time. <laughs> but I, um, uh, you know, this movie was originally X-rated. Because uh, there was full frontal Demone, you, front, you saw full frontal Demone. You saw Demone's Demone, <laughs> and uh, they cut that out. And um, and also, I guess uh, allegedly, the uh, when when um, when Phoebe Cates' character Linda
0: yeah
2: is teaching um, Jennifer Jason Lee Stacy how to do a blowjob with some carrots. Yeah. apparently that was originally shot. They're in the pool and they're topless. They're like in the hot tub what? or something, and this is being uh they shoot that. Oh, wow. They shot that. Oh, that's and weird. they were like, this is really risque. This is an X rated movie and this is not going to get any, um, just hanging out topless together. Where's
0: the criterion <laughs> yeah. version of this. Uh, yeah.
2: Right. I know <laughs> you're like, I ah, you could really, uh, I mean, I don't, you know, I just want to see it to, to test it. I just want to, to, to make, make sure, sure that's yeah, an it's, accurate, uh, we'll well, make sure it's, it's, holds
1: it's, it's interesting, you know, that Amy heckling is a female director. So I think that's, that's part of what makes these sex scenes a little more real. I, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah. Um Though still, I'm, I'm sure the, the general movement was like, well, we want these to be kind of like sexual. Like, we, we want people to come see a sex comedy. Yeah, because I didn't think they t- were sexy.
0: I mean, yeah. like, I didn't and mean, in, in having Jennifer Jason Lee naked, I was like, Man, it's not really, you know. I, I, right, it's, it's not I lit, lit in a sexy way. They, not no, it's not no. gratuitous. Not, yeah, so no, she's not naked for
2: the sake of being naked. No, but yeah. Linda no.
0: is. That's, that dream sequence. That dream sequence. And that was the other song that I was like, potentially, this could be the song. When the car is moving, yeah. stereo plays. But with that, at least
1: two, you have a there's a point being made where like that's his teen fantasy, cool. and then you cut back to her. And she's like, there's, "There's water in my ear," you know. Yeah. It's like very like unsexy yeah. kind of yeah. like there's water in my ear, and then of course she goes in to get a Q-tip and walks in on him masturbating yeah. uh, about yeah. her. I mean, it's a great scene, <laughs> yeah. it's,
0: and, it, and it's definitely as a for a teenage boy watching it, they're probably like, "Oh my god, that's the worst thing that could happen." Oh, that's you. horrifying, <laughs> right? Although you don't yeah. really
1: experience the blowback from that in this movie. It's no. not like he ever has to really encounter her again.
0: No, I mean, he doesn't. In fact. He kind of like that. We were talking about this, that every character kind of wraps up at the end.
2: Yeah. Right. Yep.
0: And and even Damone's character, who he goes through this, he goes through, in my opinion, one of the most interesting arcs where, and I ta- fortunately, and then uh, talking to Bob Romanis. Yeah, about I'm this, excited
1: to hear this. He uh,
0: really broke it down, his perspective on what Damone's character was going through uh, at the time. But Damone is like this cool, again, I can go back to like feeling like he was the main guy. He's such a cool dude through the whole thing. He's got great style. His tone is always like, you know, mellow. He's always good to go yeah. on the flow. And it doesn't matter whether she, whether she comes stays, lays appraise. praise, you know. It's all Here's, about the attitude. You just kind of reminded
2: yeah. me of something, though, that I think when I was younger, I think my versions of like, there, there was no like middle ground. There was like good and bad yes mm-hmm. and so to Agreed. me Damone was bad yes like and he was bad you know and he was like bad throughout like to me he was like a wolf in sheep's clothes really mm. it, yeah okay and I really yeah.
0: always like kind of like looking out just for himself
2: right? yeah, yeah even though you know like now obviously I have a more adult perspective and you see like no he is a good friend Damon is a good friend he is a good guy he brings Ratner. he was wallet on the date you know yeah. he's he knows he's doing a bad thing by going with Stacy but Stacy's like she is she's like well I don't I don't like rats. Exactly. You know? And so
1: he's, he's he's working out the logic. Yeah. Like, well, she doesn't even like him. Yeah. And you say she likes me. You
2: and know. what's the yeah. harm? And then he's kind of like, you know, but he's a total dick when he fucking abandons her. He says he's going to yes. pay for half the abortion, give her a ride. He does neither.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, then he has a little prick. prick that, you know? Yeah, that's he, his little prick moment. And then
2: he's a dick. But up till then, you're like, no, he's just a human. He's like, he's a flawed guy. He's a whatever. Um, but I do remember being like, you know, fuck that guy. And like, yes, they make up at the end of the, of the movie and it's like, fine.
1: It's worth, worth noting that Demone and Ratner make up, but Damone never apologizes to Stacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. yeah. That's Great what I was point. thinking. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I, well, I think personally reflecting on it, I broke up with, a lot of girlfriends in a really kind of cheese ball way. Like one <laughs> one girl I just stopped. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a horn or something? hey you're, you got see you some flowers to we're break up water spray. <laughs> cheese ball. Yeah, no, I think one girl I just stopped calling her. Okay. And then she's yeah. like, what you know, I just avoided her. And then she, she dropped all oh, my yeah. shit off at the video store I was working at. And I'm like, thanks. Oh, and then my the other employee was there. I'm like, huh? I avoided that. That's done, yeah. <laughs> and and then I look back. I'm like, man, I should have. I respectfully, right. I should have called her and said, you know, this right. isn't going to work out. Of course,
2: yeah, that's should've so hard to do. For Jamie Lee, Jamie. Jennifer, Jason Lee. Jason Lee. <laughs> no, what the girl? The girl, well, Jackie, girl Lee. Jackie Lee. <laughs> oh my god, <gosh. laughs> we'll cut her out. So she I,
0: was, I broke up with yeah. her. No, you legit. broke up with her. Yeah, you were like over the phone because you annoy the shit out of me. You yeah, said. and I waited because it's I great. waited to my my birthday. I like, it had no choice. Yeah, you know? But yeah, That's a yeah. whole other story. Listen to that episode, by the way, too. That's a good one. It is. No, a good I one. think there is a
2: common thread of like, you know, just like yeah, I just won't call you anymore. You know, and I think. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like that even translates to even like the millennials of today, where it's like it's ghostings. I believe yeah, what the millennials ghosting, are calling just ghosting, it. Ghosting, yeah.
0: Is that the same thing? Like ghosting, it's the yeah. Same I'm you just, you just you. fall out ghosting of You yeah.
2: just stop. Wow. Responding.
0: Okay. So yeah. that's so, so it's still it's the same thing. So it's yeah. the same thing. It's same just, thing. But wow. but it's different okay.
2: when it's. I feel like it's less personal, right? Because there's no like, oh, my text. He's just not responding to my text. Emails. Nothing. Um, nobody really calls anybody anyway these days. Yeah. I feel right. like. Yeah. Right. But the me. fact is, I don't think either any of us at this table would just like say, yes, I will pay for half your abortion and then and give you right and then not go. Sure. Like you, you know what I mean? Like that would be.
0: Yeah. And I think in that scene in that movie, he's trying at one point, he's trying to get money and it's not working. And right. he yeah. just gives up. And, right. you know, I, I don't agree with what he did, but I get the perspective. Again, like you said, back in the day when it was black or white, yeah, the guy's a dick. That's it. When you're, but now our perspective, where everything's gray, right, every yeah. every con, all content yeah. uh, media content is gray, yeah. Yeah. right? So there is no like black or white, good or bad. And so just acknowledging that, and, and and going, okay, well, yeah, now our perspective. It would be interesting to have a kid. Of this gen- teenager, watch this movie now and it see would. what they think. You know? Yeah, because again, I go back. I'm like, yeah, but Damone was so cool, and like, and then, and I remember as a kid being crushed by that because I'm like, oh, right. he was my cool. favorite character, right. and now he's not cool. Well, I guess I'll get. I guess I'll like Spicoli, and then like you know, Spicoli's he's the comic fodder through the whole thing. You know? Yeah, he's, but it was yeah. it was
2: never Brad. You are never like, I'll like Judge Reinhold.
0: I always hated Brad. Yeah. I always thought he was a douche. Yeah. Like, i just yeah. like, because he, he just... Even was, though
1: he's the one who comes through for Stacey, in yeah. a way, his sister. Yeah. He, he, but, he mans up. He has yeah. that
0: moment where he's like, I'm not going to eat your tuna fish sandwich. And, uh, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I will always bring it back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brad, to me, like, I would, I got to say, he's my least favorite character in the Oh, interesting. interesting.
1: That's really interesting.
0: I have no sympathy for him, because he was going to break up with... Right, uh, his girlfriend. Right,
1: Lisa. Lisa. But yeah. Lisa, but don't yeah, you think
2: yeah. that in a way, like Brad represents like you you don't know what you got till it's gone. Like he's just that that perfect like epitome of like, you know, it's the same thing of like um, somebody who's like I hate my job, I hate my job, and then they're like, but I don't want to get fired. Yeah. You know, like they yeah, just, totally. It's like that. It's that kind of a thing, and and I love it. It's just you know Brad's like, I'm gonna break up with her because you know I'm a senior now. I gotta have my freedom, and then like he gets fired, and he keeps saying like. I'm a single successful guy. (laughs) And and all of his success to him is just like, I work at this All-American Burger and I those burgers. Employee of the month. Employee of the month. Employee of the month. month. And that all falls apart so quickly for him. And (laughs) I love it too. Like when he gets fired too, just to go to that scene for a second, like, you know, Brad gets into a fight with a customer while while Arnold is taking a piss and asks him to cover him. Hope you had a hell of
0: a piss, Arnold. Uh,
2: (laughs) But he, um, you know, when he basically is like talking to this to this customer and the customer says something and he curses off the customer. And then Dennis, the, the boss comes out, judge Reinhold has this face on, which is like, Oh, now this customer is going to get it. Cause yes. Dennis yes. is on my side. Yes. And when Dennis isn't on his side, he's like, what the hell? Like yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm Brad, I'm <laughs> the successful I'm guy. I'm single successful guy. His so it's <laughs> like, it's not only is he fired, but he like, it's a blow to his ego. Yeah. And then he's also like, now I need my girlfriend. Because I right. need that one thing that was stable, even though I was going to break up with her. Like, right.
0: He reminds minutes, me yeah. of every kid in high school that I, uh, that in my in my year that I kind of loathed. Like they had everything and they didn't appreciate it. Mm. And there was a kid in my class who he was like the most popular kid, class president. He got testicular cancer, and during high school, during high school, wow, yeah, and I forget his name now. But uh, it
2: meant a lot to you, clearly.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, clearly. Because everybody and then his friends shaved their heads in, uh. in solidarity, for, which I thought at the time I was like, I think I, I, I was torn because I, I didn't like this guy, he pissed me off. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, too, I was I felt bad for him. I'm sure, like, that right, of course. Right. And that is cool that all his friends. It's and a I was envious. gesture. And when you don't have something, you're very envious. I think high school is a breeding ground for envy because it's yeah. all about like who's popular, who's not. And I was one of those kind of wallflower kids. Yeah. And I, at the time, I was like, I wish I got t- testicular cancer. And people oh, shaved their oh, heads too. Because he survived. He survived. Right, he was okay. Right. Like, he went, oh, it, wow. it, it all worked out. He was fine. And it like took the course of senior year. And I kept going like, Wish something like that would happen to me, oh, so people would rally poor me. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: what you're saying about high school being all about envy—now, if you imagine today's kids and add a social media to that—that's yeah. why I think it's so toxic and yeah, scary. Yeah, because your newest yeah.
0: book deals a little bit with that, right? Like, like mm, not really.
1: There's some social media in there, but no, I wouldn't say that's like a theme that we're really unpacking. That okay? But but I just feel like social media for adults is all about envy. So I mean, it is put and, put that in the hands of teens and their brains aren't even fully developed yet. It's it's terrifying
0: yeah if you think must about feel like shit all oh, the time of compounded with you know right. we, we what we were dealing with there was no internet when we were it was yep. on the verge as we were as we yeah. were in high school and uh yeah, we no. weren't dealing with all that yeah, no. we were dealing with those things. when was the library? You had to turn the thing and the, the
1: Dewey Decimal System, the, the film, the micro. Oh, microfiche. F- oh, microfiche. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, does that happened in 1972. I'm <laughs> jealous now. <Nah. laughs> no, but yeah, I remember being envious. I think I saw Brad with that cool car, and he's got the cool job, and he's got the good looking. Oh, wow, I really
1: triggered you. And I'm like, yeah.
0: man, you know what? That guy deserves what he gets.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> As a kid. Yeah. yeah. And I look at yeah. him like,
0: nah. Yeah, it's He's a teenager. We all went through our ups and downs.
2: Right? right.
0: Right. Rat is really the one who has like the ultimate positive arc.
2: Right. Yes. Know? Right. But it, but Ratner just speaks to like, Ratner's interesting because like, I feel like would Ratner, would Ratner get a girl like Stacy? You know what I mean? Like, mm. if this were real life, because I feel like she'd find him very nerdy. And like, you know, granted, she kind of does, yeah, but he's it, always just it, nice. It, it, definitely,
1: just, it definitely suspends disbelief that she'd even be interested in him initially in the movie. Right. 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 Very early it, on. The date he he ask for her number. And, she, without hesitation, yeah. gives it. And you feel like she'd yeah. be kind of like, "Um, I, I actually have to go do something. Right. I hear my boss calling yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. If um, I like, you know. know, and then maybe his arc would be like them connecting in other ways and her being like, no, this guy's really nice and cool. Right. Which is kind of what it is, but it's, it, I, I
2: agree it's a little odd. That, yeah, because yeah.
0: I think I related to that character. Well, yeah. I'm, oh, no, you know, he's, well, very yeah, likeable, he's very likable. He's very relatable. Just, I mean, like, he's
2: probably the most like I was in high school.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Same. For yeah, sure. me too. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, I'm just, you know, it's a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then there was always right. that, there was always that thing was like, well, you got to be the bad boy. Right. You got to be Damon, right? right? Damon got the chick because he was just kind of cool about everything, and everything was like his toes were tapping, you know. <laughs> toes were and- tapping. <it's> <laughs> the
1: Damon. You know, let's talk about the Demone casting for a second. It's so interesting because yeah. on yeah. paper that role could be like a really kind of just generic, like, hey, this is what you got to do to get a girl. And to cast this guy is like I'm oh, talking like this is like really like a choice. I think a cool one. Yeah, I, I mean, I, know? again, very, and
0: I'm, he talked about the casting process. In oh, the, in his interview.
1: oh, I can't wait to hear this. It's
0: cool because you know he. is. Yeah, don't. Yeah. I won't save spoil it, it, it. anything. It's a great, it's, story. It's that's a great story. That's amazing. That's cool. I it makes me wonder. Was it down
1: to the wire with other people? Was was he up against other people?
0: Well, you know what? He he, he who he is in real life is who he kind of was three quarters of that movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you hear the story about how what he how he got the part, it's totally Damone. You know, wow. I'm sure I'm sure Amy Heckerling was like, "Oh yeah, this is the guy because yeah. of what he did." Right. You know. Yep. And uh, I mean, Dustin knows the, the whole story, and but the, but you know, Cameron Crowe, the, the, you know, people always quote the Five Point Plan as Damone's like main scene, and that was all Cameron Crowe, according to you know, Bob Romanis. Yeah. Cameron Crowe heard that story at, with some kids at lunchtime talking about it. And he wrote it down, and wow. that became the the, the, the historical scene. You know, yep. like if people when people quote this movie, this movie is such a quotable film. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and I think for me, my favorite quote is always at the end when Rat and Damone get into the fight in the gym, and uh, you know, Damon puts the button at the end. He's like, I don't know what happened. I woke up in a great mood, and I don't, yes. you know. Yes. And it's, it's, I, to this day, that's one of my favorite lines because it was like when your day turns to shit. And you, yeah. wake up, you wake up in the morning oh, most yeah. times, I would think the mo- that the three of us would agree, that yeah. you wake up in the morning, you're like, we're going to see what happens today, or you got things going on. Yeah. You don't wake up in the morning going, this day's going to turn to shit. Yeah. And we all have those days when they turn to shit. Yep. And you're like, wait, but I woke up this morning and brushed my teeth, ate my breakfast. <laughs> it's, everything was cool. Yeah.
2: It's like three o'clock high, man. It's yeah, like dude. you wake up and the wrong side of the bed and... And you're like, whoa. And then everything spirals. But that's... It's going to be one of those days. It's a different episode. One of those days, Jerry. We are
0: going to cover that movie at some point.
2: Uh, but
1: yeah, yeah.
0: What, what what, do you... Who was your favorite character in Fast Times, Richmond High?
1: Who was with this watcher? Who was back then?
0: Back... Well, yeah. maybe see if it shifted.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. Good point. I don't know. Now I, I most enjoyed watching Sean Penn's performance as Piccoli Because you just... Uh, especially with the uh, uh, wisdom of age. Just and... and having been an actor myself and and just understanding the craft a bit more. It's like, oh, it's an amazing performance. Just his commitment to just being that guy, never winking at you, never kind of letting it just like is so deeply that guy. It's it's really wonderful and so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah, he he didn't uh that was like one of his first movies. I was trying to pinpoint whether he did he did this movie called Bad Boys. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I have not seen it. it. I've heard of it. You've seen it, right? Yeah, of course you have. And uh it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's a it's a great gritty kid's prison movie. And uh and he made this before that like this is his he was in taps before this it makes me
1: wish he wasn't such a serious actor now like i don't think he makes comedies i don't think sean pence made a comedy maybe in the past three decades
0: yeah, even in good the movie Secret, uh, *Secret Life of Walter Mitty*, which I actually oh, I really like that. Sean Penn's in that. He's he's he, a, is he kind of funny? Oh, he's got a small role point, in it. Yeah. He's kind of funny, but, oh, he's, oh, cool. but he's being cool.
1: cool. He's being know? cool, yeah. And
0: I love Sean. I love Sean Penn. I think he is a. He's an incredible actor, yeah, but,
1: but wow, like to, to put that back, that talent back to comedy again would be such a wild card move for him, and yeah, a, be so like, cool.
0: Like seeing Jim Carrey go down the Ace Ventura route. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, which, yeah, which. I think would be well. I guess. He's, well, you want to see
1: Sean Penn play Ace Ventura's brother I see, in a new I Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura yeah.
0: movie? I want to see. Well, if if Jim Carrey's doing a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I want to see Sean Penn do a uh, Dig Dug movie. <laughs> One step at a time, Zach. Yeah, I, well, First, yeah. let's
1: get him into anything remotely comedic. <laughs> then we'll work have, on
2: Dig Dug. Do you have a favorite Dig Dug movie? Well, I was just going to say that um, that Sean Penn, Jeff Spicoli, he basically created an entire stereotype, an entire archetype. Of what a California surfer stone dude is—it's yep. what we all think of—and before that, that didn't exist.
0: No, he wasn't. Yeah.
2: You know, he just created Why? whoa, Mister, uh. like that was not. You know, you you say to any of us like, make make a your your California surfer stone California stoner, like, yeah. hey bro, yeah, like Ch- yeah, dude, yeah, you you know, uh, crush the turtle or uh, whatever, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yes, but that did not exist, and no. when you think of that, that's remarkable. Yes. You're right. Wasn't basing that on anything?
0: No, and he must have. Like, I think it's. I don't think it's just good makeup effects that he looks stoned in. A, in many of those scenes. <laughs> yes. A lot of
2: those scenes, they were in fact stoned. That is that is apparently confirmed. Especially when they were in the van and they all kind of tumble out before school the <laughs> yeah. class starts yes. and the smoke. Yeah, they were all. They were high and old.
0: let's talk about the fact that his friends were Eric Stoltz and Anthony Edwards. Yes, and right. Eric Stoltz actually did a movie with Jennifer Jason Leigh later on, uh, where she gets naked again. It's like a thriller. What was that? I think it's called Sisters. Oh, and no, I've never even heard of that. I remember seeing it late night on Cinemax. Okay, uh, in the in the eighties. Oh Skin, yeah, skinamax yeah, it was Cinemax. Yeah, yeah, little Cinemax, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Eric Stoltz and Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards, obviously, you know. Did a he's iconic as a, as a nerd and then our personal as favorite Gotcha is, is kind of a cool guy. Yep. And then yeah. Goose from Top Gun, you know? I
1: mean you have to imagine everybody like casting people just had their eye on this movie and then they were like, let's let's make these kids stars We you know, didn't think not, about it like not the, directly, but kind of. Like that movie must have been such a hit and such the so in the consciousness that any time you had like a teen role it was like, yeah. Well, well, what are those guys doing?
0: Yeah, and then the, the, ha- it's true sure that happens now, but it's not the same thing,
1: right? Well, there's so much more content now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and so, right. Yeah. They don't become stars in the same way. It doesn't feel like, no, they don't. Um, like back then,
0: no. if, if you, if you had a, a role like this and you think about it, all the people that really kind of took off from this movie, it wasn't so who you would expect. Necessarily. Right. That's true. Right. Judge Reinhold didn't become a huge star. He did a handful of movies.
1: He did pretty well though, pretty right? Well. Beverly I mean, Hills versa, Cop Brethren's and vice versa. Right. Right. And not like a leading man. You know? No, 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 no.
0: Uh, you know, Robert Romanis kind of he did most he he was all over the place. And when in, in in the interview he talks about he just liked the work. So he took roles here and there in television and, you know, theater and whatnot. But uh, Phoebe Cates, I thought Phoebe Cates was gonna be like the next big thing.
1: But wasn't she kind yeah. of for a moment? Yeah, like there was a starring brief, gremlins I think and so, brief, yeah. P.P. Private school. Phoebe kids gremlins. period.
0: Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead uh, Fred wow. was Phoebe, yes, of course. Wow. <laughs> Which was uh, the dude from Drop Dead Fred. I didn't realize he was in the Young Ones. Did you ever watch that show? The Young Ones? The British- is that
1: Yahoo! serious? No. No, it's different.
0: Uh The Young Ones was a BBC like British kind of punk Friends. Okay. From oh. the eighties. It's great. It's great. Cool. And it, it's like these rockin'. Punk rock dudes, and um, she, but she didn't. You know, she had a lot of she had a lot of roles, but I don't know. I guess.
1: And then, of course, yeah. as as we've talked about, Nicolas Cage, then going by <laughs> Nicholas Coppola, this was his first movie. It's a funny okay. story, right? Because he's yes. he
0: he has no lines in the movie.
1: Yeah, and he's, he's
0: in it. He's in three scenes. No
1: lines. Yeah, he just kind of appears as one of yeah. Judge Reinhold's friends. Uh, we learned that he was up for Judge Reinhold's role or maybe was he cast in Judge Reinhold's role initially, but right. was doing too much weird improv <laughs> so he got and he also lied about his age and he also yes. lied about his age. Yes everyone all the actors are eighteen and up. they had to be yeah. um, and how uh, old is he? He's
2: seventeen. he's wow. seventeen. he's seventeen. Yeah. so he yeah and then they figured it out. but i I'd also heard that he was like uh, like like bragging to everybody on set that he was like, <laughs> you know, uh, the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. As one and that, should. As know, one that, does. I guess. He was yeah. going to be like, who's going to be a star before everybody else and that he was really <laughs> annoying everybody, uh, which and is and hilarious.
1: And soon it's, after, he became Nicolas Cage, yeah, apparently to yeah. distance himself from the yeah. nepotism involved in being Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. But it still worked wow. out for him.
0: Yeah, and, and he, he, I mean, he shot up fast. Like, his, his career... He, is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I like even the stuff he does now, he did a movie called Mandy, which is recently a okay. horror film. Oh, I didn't see that. Kind of supernatural horror film. It's really good. It, I, in my opinion, it kind of resurrects his career like Pulp Fiction did for John Travolta. Oh, wow. Uh, that kind of star turn. Yeah. Re- a
1: reminded. Except of, in this case, you're the only person who knows about it.
0: Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those kind of indie, indie movies, yeah. you know,
1: but, but he's really incredible in it.
0: He's really incredible yeah. in it. And I, I, that was the Nick Cage I missed, you know, because yeah. I, I loved his kind of crazy antics. Yeah. And, but then, yeah, this movie, you get that in the scenes he's in, you get that sense like he wants more. Like, come yeah. on. Like really trying yeah. to mug, you know, yeah. the yeah. scene he's in. The, he's, yeah. he's the football scene when he's really cheering hard. Yeah. And like, yeah, this guy's really giving it he all. He wants Is it. Just as quick as is
2: Nicolas Cage, like, is he a good actor?
1: <sighs> he brings something unique to the screen. I think we can all agree yeah. on that. Uh,
0: yes.
2: I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's moonstruck. Very good. I, I remember him being genuinely good in I think that.
0: he's great in The Rock. I mean, I feel yeah. like that was oh, a game-changing movie. I yeah. feel like Michael Bay. That yeah. movie changed... I know Die Hard is usually credited as like the, the change for action movies as far as the hero is concerned like making them more of a mm. everyman right but I feel like The Rock was the first everyman movie where oh, you took I cool. thought Nicolas Cage at that time was an Academy Award caliber actor right at that time well Leaving Las yeah. Vegas was right around then yeah too, I think I it think. came out after maybe yeah. but but I, I don't know something about, and then seeing him in that action role I didn't expect that I remember him from yeah. Raising Arizona which is yeah. one of my favorite comedies of all right. time right
2: Right, that's a good one. Oh, of point. course,
1: Amazing and yeah. Raising Arizona. Yeah, I think yeah. in the right role, he can really shine. Yeah. And where his weird is allowed to be like let loose, but that, that fits the movie.
0: And, you and never often his weird that. is let loose in yeah. a
1: movie that's like, this is not appropriate.
0: Yeah, and he would, and that was his signature, right? He would let loose. He'd yeah. always have a scene, leaving Las Vegas, you know, it's one scene of like kind of going off, you know. Yeah, uh, true, Vampire's yeah. kiss, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's
2: just on the surface, it just seems like he's a guy who does not turn down a lot of work. No. You know, and he's just always, yeah. Like, I understand, you know, actors got to act. We yeah. got to work. But it's just, you're like, yeah. oh, this is interesting.
0: Did you ever see the documentary that they made about the the Superman movie that never was? No. Because he was going to play Superman. Oh, Tim yeah. Burton. Oh, Tim Burton's. Oh, yes, yes, wow. yes. That's Kevin There's a whole documentary about it? Yeah. yeah there's a great documentary oh, about it. Oh, I would great. love to see that. And it's all about how he he would have, his his take on who Superman is it's so different
1: yeah that I mean, would have been interesting to see
0: yeah i would have liked that but uh, but you know yeah. it's funny because <laughs> yeah when we talk about fast times i'm always bringing up nicholas cage yeah you remember he had the small role <laughs> yeah, or, it's yeah. like I'm like wait that's kind like of three seconds yeah. of, of
2: screen time <laughs> i'm <remember laughs> like no i have no idea right yeah, you don't think of him but yeah. this
0: movie's a time capsule of uh
1: forrest whitaker too forrest his film Whittaker, debut yeah yep. oh, he's, he's arguably the biggest star to come out of this movie other than sean penn
0: i think so yeah yeah, Forrest Whitaker's yeah. he he's that's a tour de force actor.
1: Yeah, yeah, incredible. He is incredible. He is for yeah.
0: for from Ghost Dog to Bird, like mm-hmm. everything. Ghost he's done.
1: Dog, I love Ghost Dog. Mm. That was a movie you you told me about, Dustin. Thank you.
2: Oh yeah, Ghost Dog, The Way of
1: the Samurai. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. there's it's a one sequel. Of my movies. There's
0: a sequel being discussed right now. Really? Like Jim Jarmusch coming to wow. yeah? Cool. Uh, yeah, RZA is, like writing yeah. it or something. Oh, yeah,
1: amazing. Been, you know. Jennifer Jason Lee's career, I'd say, is really great too. It's still going. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, man,
0: I had the biggest crush on her. Like, I mean, this was like my one of my first exposures to to, exposures there. Literally exposed. uh, Yes. But but like, (laughs) like, the high school girls and like, what is a high school girl? And like, and I feel like this movie. I think we talked about it, really shapes uh, your perspective on things. Yes. Well, this is the way it's supposed to be. You
1: know. Yes, it does. You know? for, for better or for worse. I mean, it's, it's better than some other movies, but yeah. uh, it's still some flaws. I was thinking about the, the Bechdel test, watching this movie. Okay. Um, do you know the Bechdel test? No. Okay, Bechdel, Alison Bechdel is this um, comic strip artist, but then also wrote like the graphic novel Fun Home. The Bechdel test is, does a movie uh, pass this test, which is that, one, it has... Uh, two women talking <laughs> two or maybe it's that two women are in it 2 they're talking and three they're talking about something other than a man and i think it does pass the one and two you've got a lot of scenes with two women talking that's amazing a lot yeah. of the sex comedies would not but they're generally always talking about like what guy you know one of them should be with yeah. or yeah. or yeah. doug yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, it's like almost there
0: yeah because um, i think i brought that up when we were watching the i'm like why has everything got to be about getting a guy? Yeah. Like they yeah. all they got to get a guy. Don't worry, there's plenty of men. In
1: That's that. all we know about their lives, right. really. <laughs>
0: all they think about is guys.
1: Yes. That's true. To be fair with the men, I don't know if we hear much about the men in this movie besides or as far as Damon and Ratner, they're generally talking about yeah. girls and right? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. too.
0: Cuz yeah, Damon's whole bit is that he's so great with the ladies. Yeah. And then yeah. He, I yeah. mean, he, Spicoli
1: he, he, lives outside of that. Yes,
0: yeah, Spicoli's like, in his own world of like, I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna be a surf
1: just this protein. separate <laughs> arc, <laughs> which is beautiful about this movie. Like you're saying, the structure is so unique. We're not really following like one teenager's kind of specific coming of age, it just kind of bounce around.
0: Yeah, um, I remember seeing this movie uh, about a year ago in the valley. They did an outdoor screening with the van, the van was there. And you could sit in the van, you take your pictures, and Robert Romanus was signing autographs and he introduced the film and, That's cool. uh, and he's got a fun, he loves this movie. Hey, this is a fun movie, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you eat a lot of popcorn. Just don't get it stuck in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, and I remember watching it with with uh you know one of my best friends, Terry, and uh, and he's and he and I both were like, Yeah, this movie is totally just one vignette after another. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and and, and uh, last American Virgin is a journey of one character's story mm. right, on his quest for sex and what happens along the right, way Right. Um, but then, then this is not that case like, yeah, this, is, I feel like this, is... this is a, a snapshot mm-hmm.
1: and it's harder to pull that off like, yeah. to make that consistently compelling Well, I feel like though... they
0: try and then they turn this into a sitcom and the sitcom was not good mm. like, it didn't last mm. very long didn't and it, it's like you can't do a sitcom based on this and we even talked about the in the end credits uh, prior to the end credits, Oofa, doofa.
2: dog farts, guys. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> oh. Not that
2: I'm having dog farts, I'm a, but the dog. I'm on the side of the it's, table, it's, away from the farts. Oh, you are luckily. so lucky! It is yeah. the worst thing I've ever smelled in my life. I'm cool. Sorry. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> He's. <laughs>
0: I feel like the end it's credits
2: the I got I, I should just throw them outside, it's I throw them nice. outside. no I don't Man. mind it's all, it's all good no I like smelling dog shit yeah <laughs> you know, know. It while I'm podcast. It's, nice. <laughs>
0: it's like weird uh, what do you call that when you pull the, the blanket over yourself when you fart Dutch oven oh yeah Yeah. it's, uh, it's like yeah that's what it's what it feels like, like I taste
2: it like my tongue oh, God. it's like metallic oh, God. Um, God. Okay. time for a Sour Patch game okay.
0: um the, the, at the end credits when you when they flash up those kind of well, yeah. an epilogue I guess yeah I it's guess. kind of an epilogue right yeah they, and they, you were saying that this was not this
1: was I mean, not it was, this was not the plan yeah Amy Heckerling wanted to leave it more open ended you know you could think for yourself where you think the characters end up but instead you get each character with a little title card that says you know a little subtitle that explains what happened to them um, and this was I, I looked it up it, it was like American Graffiti it was what the producers wanted oh. American Graffiti ends that way apparently really? telling okay. you where the characters end up
0: fun fact I've never watched American Graffiti wow so wow yeah and I'm going to tell you why I never found it appealing at all yeah.
2: I watched it once yeah it's not it's not a rewatcher <laughs> I have no interest in rewatching it it's so weird
0: and it's funny because Lucas directed that right Or yeah no Lucas Lucas, Lucas yeah.
2: you're right yeah yeah, and Harrison might might be one of Harrison
1: Ford's first yeah. movies
0: yeah and you know the thing is on our show we don't tend to like go down the the negative route with things yeah. and we tend to talk about the positive well then this we one's just,
1: the 1970s so you're allowed yeah you you know? Know, it's true <laughs> yeah I feel like it's yeah. totally overrated
0: I'm like oh my yeah. god uh, THX 1136 and American yeah. Graffiti you're like yeah but are they really that great yeah. of yeah. the third kind and know Spielberg I'm like is it really that great yeah. though not really in my opinion
1: Maybe American Graffiti is one of those movies that broke ground at the time, and now just doesn't. We've seen that so often that it like doesn't matter uh, yes. to us, and it doesn't like hold up otherwise. Right? Because fast it times. Is like, it,
2: I'm trying to remember the the device. It's like it's like one night before everybody. It's like the last night of high school, or like one night before everybody leaves for their maybe Does yeah.
1: Is it, or, it take or, place in the fifties though? That one. Or somebody's going. Yes, off the made war in the seventies about the
2: fifties. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think I feel like it's this. It's going into the Vietnam War. And it's the talking like oh, that. Oh, okay. I feel like it is. Okay, like so then in the
2: fifties. I mean, yeah, we're
0: going to speak incorrectly
2: about it, I'm maybe sure, because we don't Maybe we if all any know. of your listeners
1: do know. like American Graffiti,
0: yeah. I'm sure they'll, people they'll, do. engagement. will chime like, in on, engagement. on, on I feel like, again, we were talking to Zach Ward about this on another episode where uh, certain films, you ha- hold films in a certain regard, but they're not necessarily holding up. They don't hold up over time. Yeah, like Citizen Kane. Is it a great movie? Yes, but is that the movie you sit down and you watch? And you're like, oh, okay, guys, it's movie night. Let's watch <laughs> Citizen Kane. Yeah. Casablanca, not yeah. really. Right. You know, I watch romantic romantic films. I'm gonna watch Green Card with Gerard Depardieu and over uh, over. Casablanca, because that's just how I roll. But that's, <laughs> you know, not to compare the that's two. That's how everybody feels. Everybody's yeah. rewatching Green Cards. Watch Green Cards. <laughs> I forgot that was even a movie. Did but... you know that Matthew Broderick turned down the role of Brad Hamilton? Whoa, interesting. Yeah. When his father became terminally ill. Oh, no, that's sad. You really
2: brought us up in like high, and then you, you <laughs> yeah, brought us down immediately down. When but his okay, father
1: died. Matthew Broderick's career, that's pre Ferris. Pre yeah. War Games? Or so. is that post War Games? Pre
0: War Games, I think. War Games 83. Okay. And then Eric Stoltz um, was turned out, auditioned for the role of Jeff Spicoli.
2: My favorite uh, trivia about this here, my most intriguing trivia, is the fact that apparently Ralph Macchio was offered a role and he was too expensive. He's like, the, the director, you know, it says that they couldn't, he was asking for too much money, which I think is absolutely absurd and I would love to get to the bottom of it if we get Ralph Matsu on the phone right. or something. Yeah, come he on hadn't done that sounds he, ridiculous. It was pre outsiders. It's pre karate kid. Pre entourage cameo.
0: Pre <laughs> uh, yeah. How dare you child of the 80s? <laughs> yeah. Pre it's uh, so, teachers? It's so funny the that crossroads? yeah,
2: like he's 58 years old right now. Yep. And he looks 32. He's got the Yeah. The, the baby jeans oh, of baby face forever. It's amazing. Face. I feel like we just need to do one quick thing which is the connection of Better Off Dead to this movie we talked about on our Better Off Dead episode right That there were some rollovers you stumped me right I was like I don't know and and you determined that Taylor Negron who plays the mailman in Better Off Dead is the the pizza guy in Fast Times Mm -hmm. Um, Vince uh, Schiavelli Vince Schiavelli who is the great character actor he plays a teacher in both uh, both movies uh, math teacher history teacher Um, no science teacher science teacher whoa science teacher how dare you Uh, But then also Amanda Wiss, who plays Beth, is Brad's girlfriend in this movie. And she breaks up with him in the same way that she breaks up with Lane. (laughs) She may even say similar things, uh, which is very funny. I have
1: to imagine Savage Steve Holland was like a big fan of Fast Times. Right. So it was like directly like, I want that actor. I want that actor. If I can get them, I think. Yeah, yeah, because this was considered
0: uh, one of the first teen comedies ever. Yeah. Yeah. And rightfully yep. so, that it, it, it's that it deserves all the credit that it gets. Yeah, you know? yep. um, yeah. That I, when we were watching it, and I made that connection, like, oh, I can't believe I. F-. Yeah. She's she's she ruins everyone's lives. Yep. In Friday the third, or Nightmare in Elm Street, she's like one of the first victims to get killed oh. by Freddy Krueger. She's kind of the, she starts the downward spiral for everyone. Yep. Wow. Ooh, maybe we'll have to get Amanda Wiss on. I was gonna say she'd be a, a fascinating interview. Yeah.
2: yeah, I just learned that. The pronunciation is Wiss. Um, it seems like she has a lot of fan videos where people are like, Amanda Weiss. And she doesn't correct them, which is weird. Like, you know, like signings. Yeah. Like. I would correct. Like, her. I'm here with Amanda Weiss. And you want her to be like, uh, it's
0: Wiss. It's Wiss. It's Wiss. How dare you? Like, you know, at least they're getting the name um, <laughs> sort of correct. Yeah, unless, unlike Betsy DeVos, who what? mispronounced that kid's name on TV the other day. Did see that? Well, well I think named, she's DeVos. She's DeVos. <laughs> she's DeVos. <laughs> That's, yeah. Well, she yeah. deserves, she deserves f- that. But feel free you know, to mispronounce. She's giving some yeah. speech yeah. About about yeah. kids uh, being great, and she's like, and, and Arnold here, and he's like, it's William. Yeah, uh, right. Right. I, I, I mean, missed that clip, and I'm yeah. so glad I did. Yeah, she just, does
1: not care sorry. about public school. She no. wants to destroy the public schools. So she's no. doing the literally the opposite of what that her was, job is.
0: Yeah, that was the moment that when I was like, oh, screw you. Like, you know, I hate politics right now. Um, But I will say, like, this movie, you know, the fact that it's not just an encapsulation of, 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 teens at that time, but the music people always talk about, Oh, the music of fast times is so iconic. And it's funny because the actual soundtrack doesn't feature a lot of the great songs. It doesn't have moving in stereo on it. It doesn't have uh, somebody's baby on it. I mean, maybe it has somebody's no. baby, but it doesn't have, we got the beat on it. Oh, it doesn't oh my uh, god. American
1: girl. Was yeah, in it's gotten, it doesn't Tom have Petty. American girl, yeah. the
0: Tom Petty song, another iconic song. Uh, and so, when I'm listening back and, and, and I mean, yeah, we talk about all the songs that kind of fuel the movie. Yeah. For me, we got the beat. Like the minute I hear that drum beat, I'm like, Oh, that's the opening. To and Fast that time. leads oh, off the cool. movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah.
1: That's the, that, that propels the, the energy, energy of yeah. going into the mall. Sorry. Toy squeak. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. The go Go's are on the soundtrack, but the sound, the fact that American girl is yeah. not on there, the cars moving in stereo is not on there. Uh, Those, to me, are like two major songs to leave out on the soundtrack. Obviously, they probably couldn't put it in for for whatever reason. There was another episode where we talked about the lack of songs on physical soundtracks yes. that came out for these movies where you're like, yes. oh, I really want that song that reminds... It's not on there. That's what I
1: was going to reference, yeah. you guys talking about that. And it's Iron such a different Eagle? time. Now you can get yeah. whatever you want, yeah. whenever you want. Yeah. Just find it. But like like it was like, then you have to search out the soundtrack, like,
0: yeah, I got it. And you're like, what? You am going to make my own freaking mixtape? Yeah. Oh, Damn man. It.
1: They're not even playing that song I love on the radio. How am I going to tape it? What am I going to get no, it? No,
2: it was such a bummer. It really was a bummer. Like yeah. You really had to... Uh, yeah, get, not the, get soundtracks, basically.
1: Yeah, be like, yeah. yeah. the closest list equivalent list. now is going on iTunes, if, if you're like me and sometimes buy the music from iTunes. Yeah, me, and I mean, I and you, you go to the soundtrack, and it's like, album only, got to buy the whole thing. Yeah. Like,
0: come on, let me buy the whole song. Yeah. <laughs> it shows yeah. how far
1: we've come now. It's and like, I, mean,
0: I just want to buy that song for $1.29. I remember Man. when LimeWire first came out, that, that yes. software, and you're yep. like, oh, you could find any song. Actually, I don't know if I told this story or not, but there's a... Um, the soundtrack to um, Just One of the Guys, yep. and there's a song mm. in Just One of the Guys called "Hard Way," and it's the song that's played at the end with the at the dance yeah. with the live band. Right. And I love this song. You're singing just a couple bars. Ooh, it's gonna take a gonna take a hard way. Yes, yes. From now on, yeah, things will go my <laughs> way. Ooh, yeah. gonna take a hard yeah, way. Totally. Yeah, it's a great Grings song.
2: no bells for me, but and then no, the lyrics like are like uh, Greg Tolan throws uh Terry into the uh oh, yeah, into the, dude. Into the water
0: if you yeah. haven't seen this movie you should I definitely watched oh, that with you
1: yes right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin yeah. was watching that nonstop. but I'd be yeah. curious to see how
0: that one holds up that's interesting yeah. and the lyrics you know? are interesting because there's it's it's about having a one night stand you know or uh, um, um, you'll pay the <laughs> price it's 20 twice like having sex with a prostitute basically yeah it's totally about having sex with a prostitute and like finding love love you always got to take the hard way and so that song i love and i love the version in that movie well i couldn't find that song on itunes on the blah 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 i went on the message boards of imdb back in the day and just wrote in their in their comment section i love this song does anyone know where i can find it email me at blah 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 blah. Right. Next thing you know, a couple weeks later I get an email in my inbox in the and, and it says inmate three seven something two five at Fillmore or uh Fillmore um Folsom prison. Oh my God. What? I still have the email.
2: Amazing. Whoa.
0: And I click on it and the guy says hey saw your message saw your uh comment on the message board. I here's the song.
2: They let inmates...
0: Have an email address. <laughs> on the Scroll. internet? But how does the inmate have a song? Maybe... Yeah, I'm all for I that. don't know how Prisoners he had a separates. song. To,
2: you were saying <laughs> LimeWire. I mean, is that how you found it? Or, That's or not or how I master? found it. Because I even
0: looked on LimeWire. They couldn't have it. Oh, Hardway yeah. by... Um, it's, it's some weird yeah. name. And but that was, is
1: interesting because he
2: ostensibly wouldn't have his own computer. You know, no. so how so they do you had have to that use song the, stored,
0: yeah. I don't know how they had <laughs> the song stored. I still have the email, right? I right. came into prison with this screenshot like,
2: amazingly <laughs> extensive
1: MP3 I'll library. I'll screenshot it,
0: put on our Instagram. He's, he's on IMDb
1: yeah. and he's like, I got that song, yeah. I gotta send this <laughs> well, I'm guy. I'm gonna send this to I this got kid. that song.
0: <laughs> Maybe he's the guy who actually wrote the
1: song. Right. I right. only get
0: 20 minutes <laughs> of internet time, but let me use
2: most of it for this. And you don't think totally. that was someone's like really bizarrely creative handle.
0: I mean it could have been I haven't I haven't looked at it in years okay. I should go oh, back yeah
1: Because you know Folsom County Prison That's a Johnny Cash song So maybe like They just oh, love that song
0: Maybe that's true Inmate it, Maybe that was like his n-
1: yeah. yeah That's a good yeah. point I'll have to go back and check <laughs> It's more interesting yeah. To imagine the yeah, first I, way it, Yeah because yeah, I'm I in 20 I, minutes I, of time
2: With fucking scrollos
1: <laughs> message yeah, boards I'm like envisioning Just one of the guys He's just guy. like Turning over a new leaf Whatever he <laughs> went through Whatever he went through To get him in prison Now he's like You know Let me give to the world <laughs> Let me give to yeah. this this person who needs I'm this song. I have sober, this song. You know,
2: you know <laughs> I love uh... that I love that random song. <laughs> hard way. I understand the conundrum
1: I, he's in because it's not it? on the soundtrack.
2: No one knows. Uh, that, in fact, that's why I committed that yeah. crime.
1: I was furious. Yeah. It was not on the soundtrack. I was in a blind rage. Yeah. I was in a blind rage. I did something terrible.
2: Right. The judge still allows me to have contact with just one of the guys which is my trigger to my anger and committing crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: now I feel like I might have known the trigger because when I, he sent me the song it's by Brock and Davis. That's the mm, name of the.
2: Cool. Um
0: and I'm, and I'm like, okay. So Is
2: that, is that one guy's name? No, two Brock guys. And Davis. Two guys.
0: Kind of like uh, oh. I feel like part of me was like, are these the guys from Go West? Like holding Oaks? They're like oh. the blonde guy and the dark-haired guy. There's always uh. a blonde-haired, dark-haired guy. Yeah. Um, and then I, I listen to the song and I'm like, wait, this is a different version. The tempo is different. Oh yeah. Because the recorded version. That's a bummer. I too. don't know if the guy could hit the notes or not, but it's a lower tempo. It's oh. totally sung in a low. And I'm like, I was expecting. Ooh. Wait, meaning,
2: but tempo meaning it's slower. Uh, you're saying it's a different key, the key change. Sorry, pitch. different key. Whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 wow. I'm listening to the song and I'm like ready to go. She's bad, do that, yeah. and then I go on. And he's like she's in Hong I'm like, wait, what the well, you hell? You know what's
2: interesting too is that people <laughs> will weird. like people will change the pitch and tempos of songs so that it won't get registered by software and like flagged by YouTube and stuff like that. So oh. like a lot of times you will like go in to hear a song and you be like, why is this? Because they just it's just like a frame or two quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had to sneak so it, it out of the prison, so right. <laughs> he, had g- he had to modulate. Right. It. It's he had it, he had it uh, hidden in his ass, and uh, that affected and that out. affected uh, yeah. the file. Yeah. You
0: gotta you gotta yeah. handle it the hard way.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. You do, do you know. Do you
1: have a different? Do you have the version that you always love now? The
0: only version or that no, I can find of that find. version I love is just ripped it from the movie. Wow! And so there's dialogue oh. in between. I'm like, oh, that's okay. I that's... don't mind because it's on my workout mix.
1: You know, Part to not my... be able to find something now in this day and age yeah. is really it's
0: really rare. It's alarming. alarming. Yeah, there's a there's a couple songs. There's a song from Real Genius. It's an instrumental song that by Thomas Newman, and it's it it's unknown and you, no one can find it. My it is God. one of my. It's, it's my, unknown. It's, my, it's unknown. <laughs> Thomas Newman
2: doesn't even know right. what he wrote. He does. If He's like, I, show, I, didn't, I didn't title that. I've gone just, on like sm- wrote
0: that. message boards, uh, Facebook groups, everywhere searching for this song. This guy's like, this is the most comprehensive soundtrack I found of real genius. I'm like, yeah, well, it still doesn't have that song.
2: So, <laughs> and, blah, and blah, what blah. prison was that guy from? Yeah, that was yeah. County. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. County. There you go. Cool. That's the problem. Cool. Yeah,
0: I was. But going back to Fast Times, uh, I oh, right. fast times. I was uh, thinking yes. about you know, uh, and Lance, you you are familiar with our show, but you but but we always have a part of our show where we talk about songs of 19 yes. of the year the movie came out or, or yes. pop culture. Yes. And in 1982. The most popular song at that time, according to Pop Culture Madness.
2: Was The Hard Way? No. That would be so ironic. I
0: love Rock and Roll
2: by Joan Jett uh, and cool. the Blackhearts. Cool. Which I'm totally cool with. You know what yeah. I don't love? That song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not I a great... Yeah, yeah, I I'm not a I agree. It's I agree. So it like, doesn't, oh. It's missing
1: that something. And it's the just fact kind that, of...
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it is probably her um, weakest song, because Joan Jett's a yeah Joan Jett's icon. awesome she's an icon yeah she's, yeah but yeah. that song is not iconic joe
1: jet's bad reputation right yeah, yeah right. but that that's the same way i look that at that bob seeger
0: cool. and people yeah, are like oh awesome. uh, old time rock and roll by bob seeger oh. like that's his that's a cover <laughs> of an oak ridge yeah, boy song right. that's <laughs> <not even laughs> that song sucks a little bit yeah. in my opinion i think what
1: we're learning yeah. is songs about rock and roll suck <laughs>
0: except for <laughs> except for Heart of Rock and Roll. By I, yeah, yeah, that is
1: that is an exception. That's actually, I, I do that, love that,
0: that song. That is a terrible <laughs> song. Will, it is ter- I mean, I,
2: I you know like Heart of Rock and Roll. <laughs> I, or, yeah, 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 yeah. But I do in like Cleveland, that one. I will yeah. tell you, I got. And boo- I love
0: Huey. I got booed off a of karaoke stage telling in New you, Orleans because I sang that yes.
2: song. <laughs> yeah, no one oh, because because No one needs to hear that. No, I I put that because you just go.
0: In New Orleans, yeah, I did, I did, oh, yeah. Yeah. because New I York, got to the New York. I got and up there, and then every yeah. song was no unavailable. No place that I'd rather be. No. <laughs> I like the music, but
2: I just think lyrically, like that's, that's yeah. a song that I can do like like twenty seconds of, and I go okay, yeah, you
0: skip. Yeah, it's not a strong song. Yeah, it's not their strong so, song. So yeah, <laughs> but I will say that yeah. song. Uh, yeah, rock and roll songs are not very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing.
1: Yeah, just 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 right. let the rock be in the song. Right. Don't sing about
2: how it is, Rock. Just as a quick aside, it's a little <laughs> like your new book, Cry- Crying Laughing. Yes. And the conversation of, you know, a 15-year-old girl who thinks, who says she's funny. Yes. It's the difference of you as the narrator saying she's, like, yes. just the idea, um, we had gone to, a uh, Lance had a book signing you know, yes. the other day, and it's the question of, to, to do. to set something up as being funny is going to make people hate it. Yes. So to set something up as rock and roll and it's not rock and roll. Yeah. Cuz then
1: know. you're just thinking like is this good rock and roll? Or in the case of something funny being like, "Oh, you're saying this is going to be funny. Well, make me laugh. Let's see." Yeah. yeah. Make me rock. I will
0: yeah, oh, you're yeah, right. Oh, it's not working. This one's going <laughs> to rock
1: you. Yeah. But also they're not those songs inherently about rock and roll are, are kind of generic. Like they're not even yeah. like there's not even like a a, a person you know, it's not like a love song. Even when those are generic, you're kind of like, okay, I can connect to this. I'll yeah. I'll fill this in. You're like rock and roll. Like I love rock and roll. I don't know what am I, I filling will, in yeah. here? I What's will the emotional it, connection to the song?
0: There's one band that I feel like you got one? achieved that successfully. Yeah, ACDC. Okay. ACDC with um, it's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll. Ooh.
2: Um, which
0: that song, I think that you know it's has School, School of, of rock. rock
2: yeah School of Rock I mean Absolutely. enough said, enough Absolutely. said. Kids,
0: kids dig it yeah. uh, and then they also have the For Bass. Those About The Rock We Salute You right Ooh. and that's another great song
1: yeah you know. I'm sure they are exceptions no, yeah. no that's true but,
0: A, I, but I feel like ACDC that yeah but uh. then if you listen to all their songs they all kind of sound the same that's all except for Thunderstruck But that's all I was starting Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I like that old time rock and roll. roll. Bob Seger is one of my favorite musicians of all time, and uh, I shared with. Mitch Gaylord on a interview that we did. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember.
1: I remember you both. Bob Seger, right? nerding out over yeah. Bob Seger. I slept together. on his couch
0: when I was a kid. Yeah. Bob oh, Seger. Wow. Yeah, no joke. I, and then uh, why? I, accidentally. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> yeah, no, my, accidentally. my mom was dating a piano tuner, and, and she's like, you know, my mom was
2: dating a piano
0: tuner. <laughs> oh, you know, that's a whole other story for another. Wait, podcast. the piano tuner tuned mom was Bob's tunes. pianos. Yeah, because oh. I w- was living in Michigan. Wow. From Michigan, and uh, and yeah, I, I we went to Bloomfield Hills, and I was laying on his couch. And I fell asleep because he had, like, three pianos. And he's like, the guy, Dan, the piano man. He's mm-hmm. like, it's going to take a while. And I fell asleep. And I remember uh, being woken up by Bob Seger. He's like, time to wake up, little man. Wow. Like, you hey, Bob Seger. Goes, yes, I am. <laughs> and then we went to, he didn't sound like that. He doesn't actually have a yes, gravel I voice am. when he talks. <laughs> yes, I hear him. Yes, You're I on am. my couch again. Man, uh, get out of here, kid. I got to
1: get some old-time rock and roll. <laughs> yeah.
0: Why'd you go yeah, slide on your, slide your socks on my it. wood floor? yeah. <laughs> yeah. With no pants on? That's creepy. That's how you have to
2: do it. It's iconic. <laughs> Take <laughs> your pants off, son. Time to slide on like, my floor.
0: Like, what's going
2: uh, on? Let's unpack that, back, back to
0: 1982. Did you know that uh, the Epcot theme park opened in 1982? Wow. I remember seeing that. I went there in 1983 as a... As a young oh, lad. Stop bragging, Zach. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you track. went there and the We get it. You're year. cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Michael Jackson album Thriller came out in 1982, 1982. And we can safely say that that's an iconic album. We're not mm-hmm. going to talk about yep. Michael Jackson, per yeah. se. Yep. But the album itself is iconic. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then there was a no-nukes rally in New York City. And the reason I bring that up is I remember at the time my mom had a no nukes sticker. Like oh, no wow. getting rid of nukes was such yeah. a huge thing in 1982. The Cold yeah, War right. was at the height. Yeah. right? And uh, Jackson Brown, James Taylor, Bruce Springsteen, Linda Ronstadt. Mm, wow. uh, fact that Richard Norton bodyguarded two of those people. You know? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So there's
2: a You bring all the episodes. There's a connection.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but in 1982... Uh, it's to me. It's like not a very memorable year when it t- when talk about like pop culture stuff like that.
1: Even but, the Thriller came out then.
0: I mean, for that's that that's <laughs> the biggest thing to me. Yeah. You know, uh, but this book came out in 1982, bringing it back to books because yeah. you're a writer. Yeah, please. You, you'll probably appreciate this. It was actually my favorite book as a kid, uh, outside of Chuck Norris's autobiography, which I read cover to cover.
2: Naturally, as one does. As
0: one does. I still loan <laughs> it the paperback. I still have Isn't it.
2: Isn't a weird phrase, cover to cover. Like, what does it that is. mean? Like, I also read the bibliography, or like... <laughs> I, I did, actually. I also read the acknowledgements. Yeah. I did. But is that the point? Is that what cover yeah, to cover means? I think yeah, it Yeah, I like, yeah, was like, I like,
1: loved it so much I needed to read everything. Right. Copyright like, information. Oh, you read it, but was it cover to cover?
2: <laughs> <Right. Copyright>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I read the dedication. I read the the table of
0: contents. People say that about books, but did they say that about movies? Oh, I watched that movie from the first frame to the last right. frame. Frame to frame. Frame to frame. No. No.
1: No, because no. No. I think it's implied you will finish a movie more right. often than not, but a book you might. It's more likely you're going to put. it down. I read a little yeah. bit of that. I yeah. read a
2: couple of chapters. Yeah. Are there any movies did you cover watched one where third. you
0: waited until mm. that last moment of the last credit rose? Is there a movie that you can remember that you can think of from the moment it starts to the moment it ends? You watch that movie.
1: Oh, and you go through the credits because yeah. you just like want to live in the music that's thing. playing. Yeah. Is there a movie? It's probably you Back there? to the Future, which is Back like the one of my all-time yeah. favorites. Probably that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because that's to be continued. Yeah, Yeah. was that the first end credit movie (laughs) to kind of give a tease? (laughs) I mean, I think so. In my mind, yes. And then there was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where he's like, "Go home, go home." Oh yeah, Yeah. so good. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, what are you still doing here? Yeah, yeah. Because the the movie, the Warriors, from beginning to end, uh, the moment it opens with the Paramount. Pictures logo. Mm-hmm. It open. It closes with the Paramount Pictures logo. That cover was the first movie, <laughs> real to real. You know, cover to cover. Uh, yeah. Paramount to Paramount. But car the, to car. the book I read from the first from chapter one oh, yes. to the last chapter. <laughs> such to me, because I was so I love toys so much and action figures, and I I had such a vivid imagination with them. Indian in the Cupboard. Oh, yeah! Came out in 1982, which to me yeah. was crazy because I thought that book had come out much later. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's a sequel. It's not very good. In the movies, not very good. But that book.
1: I know. I love that book too. Yeah. I wonder, is it offensive, even the title now? Because it would have to be Native American well, in the cupboard. It is. But, I mean, But that story is very oh sweet. God, what, honestly, what is it? Like it, com- it comes to life, right? Yeah, the this, little kid, this, uh, Omri. toy, Which yes. is an interesting
0: name. Yes. I knew this kid. I always thought, I'm like, that's a weird name. Yes. I knew this kid named Duff when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And I thought Duff is a weird name. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why can't it? People thought Zach was a weird name when I was a kid. The only Zach I knew of was Robin Williams' son. Oh. name is Zach and then I'm like interesting. oh that's kind of cool yeah but, that is, but you know Lance would be kind of an, an, a not a typical name yeah right? for sure Right. but Omri I was like Omri's such an odd name yeah that's right? interesting Omri gets this cu- this this cupboard no, I think his mom gets it at a thrift store or something yeah like that, that sounds for his birthday sounds right and then she's and it's locked and she's like hey can you um, I've got a box of keys upstairs and he finds this this skeleton key if, if you don't know what a skeleton key is, there's it's like, it's old school yeah. antique key. And he puts his figure in it, his... Native American is indigenous person yes and uh, his first people and he locks it in there and opens it up and the guy's alive
1: yeah holy yeah. shit as a yeah. kid reading yeah. Yeah. that no, went... that was very magical Whoa. I really forgot oh, about God. that book yeah. and there were a few of those I think some sequels he made a sequel she made a sequel yeah, she to made it a sequel. Uh, it's
0: written by then something Reed. Lynn Reed Banks Lynn
1: Reed yeah. Banks yes yeah. 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 so, so yeah. close
0: so anyways i thought that was for me that stood out for 1982 we don't that's cool and you know justin and i are like we're gonna cover so many movies in the 80s we don't want to just throw them all out at once uh but, that, but we've
2: been not in 82 at all we've,
0: we've never been we've no. been 85 yeah. 86 85 we've been in a lot yeah yeah been been a, a lot lot year. Yeah. yeah
2: but 82 this is cool. very exciting this is great
0: yeah i mean and some of the top movies were like et came out that year rocky three the toy mm, the toy Talk about offensive. The
1: toy, yeah. yes. Oh
0: wow. Master unpa- Bates! Unpacking unpacking <laughs> that who? movie.
1: God. A People lot need to watch out. that movie again. Right. Insane. The yeah. Clan. I'm sure it might be like some social commentary there, but yeah. it's mainly offensive. There
0: was because I remember Richard Donner directed it. Who okay. did uh, Lethal Weapon? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and Superman. And it's such an odd film. And stars yeah. Scotty Schwartz from Christmas Story. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And as then a jackie Gleason, kid. right? As yeah. Dad. Who
1: gets a person as a toy? <laughs> The person being Richard Pryor, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, Richard I'm Pryor. Like that. In, oh, he wants nothing, the one. Nothing unreal. problematic no. there. Yeah. I want the black man. Yeah. So like, oh no, unreal. Um, unreal. Yeah,
0: but that, yeah, there was there was some great. I mean, oh, and Poltergeist came out that year too. Yeah,
1: that's, that's an important one.
0: But the Fast Times at Richmond High, I would say, I would put at that top of the list. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Fast Times is more memorable than E.T. in my opinion listen Mm. yeah
2: the question of does this hold up yes absolutely yes yeah this is still a great movie just bring it all back yeah um yeah i agree about et you know i i watch et and i'm like just sad and then i'm like
0: okay yeah yeah i you know uh, going we both have kids and going down the list talking about like
2: as you and lance both have kids yes
0: yes Mm -hmm. and uh and and Dustin is my kid, but because uh, I'm
2: 80. Notes for Bodie. Yes. is code for notes for Dusty.
0: Dustin's like, when are you gonna start making notes for me? And like, well,
2: if you no. don't, if you don't know. No, I say thank you for making notes for me because <laughs> <Yeah>. you're. <laughs> I make you breakfast yeah. sandwiches, dude. That's yeah. breakfast uh, sandwiches notes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you don't know, on my personal Instagram, I make notes for my son, and I've made I made them every every one for every single. They're day very impressive, and I don't know how you keep really it up are. every day. I appreciate, really
1: yeah, are. a lot, a lot of creativity in those it's cool it should be in a, gallery. a lot of references they
0: will be yeah, in a gallery way. at some point thanks yeah. to you yeah. uh, and, and I I go to sleep at night thinking about the note I'm going to make for the next cool. day so that's what my head gets filled Yeah, that would be a
1: good 80's coffee table book I think notes. so because yeah. there's a lot of yeah. 80's yeah yeah, yeah. 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 hey
0: I was going to say, well, right. I was going to oh, say, yes, yeah. yes, I see it. I got right? chills. I yeah. got chills when you said that. Yeah. It's all yeah. coming, coming together. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, when he's. Wait,
1: dear Bodie, transmissions from <laughs> 2020 to <laughs> 1980, you know, something, I don't yeah. know. Oh, totally. A <laughs> uh, better subtitle yeah. than that, but something. I okay, like go that. Please continue. Yeah. yeah no, yeah.
0: He, he's like, daddy, when am I going to be on your podcast again? I'm like, oh yeah, you know. Not about fast time. Yeah, I gotta hear high, that one. But I will say wait, wait, I, some content. Sorry, man. I did figure
1: it out. Dear Bodie, transmissions from the 1980s to now, or something Ooh, like that. I you like know, that. That. Yeah,
0: yeah. I yeah, yeah you're up. the wordsmith of, amongst us. Oh, yeah, right? I'm, I'm a,
1: I'm a book, I'm a book guy. Yeah. How, when,
0: when, I, when I take did anything, you, and
1: make it into a book.
0: No. When did you start writing, by the way? Like,
1: what? Well, I was always writing. Like, so acting was always my thing, but I would write comedy sketches. Um, I mean, that was later. But you know, I wrote for the school newspaper, as did you. Did you write for the school newspaper at all this? Mm, Before I was there?
2: Middle school, maybe.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I did that. Like, in college, I wrote a one-person show. So it was that kind of writing. But I wasn't writing fiction. And then my acting career was, like, you hit the skids, and I was realizing it wasn't making me happy at all. Mm. Um, And, yeah, I started writing a book because I had read The Hunger Games, which I found very exciting. This was circa 2011, and I'd had this idea for a movie that I hadn't done anything with, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll like, age the characters down to their teens and write a young adult novel. And that book was called Denton Little's Death Date, available now.
0: Denton Little's uh, Death Date. And, and I will say Denton cool. Little's
1: Death Date, in, in keeping with this podcast, does draw on a lot of references from 80s and 90s and Back to the Future. As I mentioned, it's my, one of my favorite movies of all time. The tone of that movie really in, informed the tone of Denton, which is like grounded in the real world except for one little sci-fi twist. Um, which in Denton is that everybody knows the day they're going to die ooh
0: kind of like Logan's Run a little bit yeah
1: a Logan's Run quality to it although I've never seen Logan's Run I just hear hear it similar 70s 90s so forget it yeah Yeah. (laughs) but but yeah I started writing that book and was still kind of acting and still doing my part time job which was playing music for babies Um, really (laughs) which I feel like you as a former kindergarten teacher can relate I I was very much uh, surrounded by kids all the time except zero to three um, it's the formative years. Formative years. Formative years. Um, and yeah, I mean, long story short, I've kind of transitioned and, and I'm, I'm not really acting so much and I'm, I'm writing.
0: And you have how many books out now?
1: Um, Four books. Three of them are, are solely mine, and one was a book I co-wrote that Dustin mentioned earlier uh, with Rhett and Link, who are these funny dudes who have a, a YouTube yeah. show called Good Mythical Morning. I'm and, so
0: uh, what, what's um, what's it called?
1: That book is called The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek, and that's filled with lots of '90s nostalgia because it takes place in 1992 with uh, two teenage boy main oh, characters. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I am so out of touch with all that stuff as far as like who it, it oh, influences. You too. Oh yeah, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Me, me too. I know them because I worked with them. But but
0: yeah. You, so you co-wrote that with them, but then you have four books on your
1: own uh three books on my own that a book three, with them
0: yeah and, and your latest books remind r- remind us uh latest
1: book is called crying laughing uh that one has no sci-fi twist it's just grounded in reality and it's about a 15 year old girl who joins her high school improv troupe comes into her own as a comedian um at the same time that her dad who's her comedy hero is diagnosed with ALS which mm. is not funny um and no but it's so great it's, it's a great so premise it's, thanks yeah so and and it was fun to write about improv which is something i've done something i know dustin's done um and getting to write about that and have a teenage character you know like doing improv and relating to improv was was fun
0: i did a lot of improv games with my my students Ooh. back in the day oh it that's was amazing. so much fun because i'd be yeah. taking the improv class and i go oh i'm going to share this with my kids oh, yeah so i come yeah. to school it's then bizarrely
1: and applicable Yeah, like totally. improv games yeah. for adults Do like the i am and like the mirroring and all this yeah. stuff yeah. and they yeah. were
0: so into it right Yeah. Like, yes. you know, of course in my teaching partner she's like this is amazing. Every class should be doing no this.
2: Subconsciousness, no. at, yeah, at all.
0: And I'm like, oh, am I tapping it? Oh, yeah, because I've always viewed teaching as performing. You're the character. You come into yeah. school that day because you who you are as a teacher is most likely not who you are as a person. Yeah,
1: that's very wise. But that's, then
0: one day I was like, you know what? Screw it. I I am who I am. Like I, they're either gonna like what they see at my school or they're gonna fire me. And I just started teaching like from my source of who I am as a person. Mm. And next thing you know, it just took off. And I was wow. doing the music and I was doing the improv. And doing you know, the tours. You were touring in doing classrooms and all 50s. Trying, taking them on buses <laughs> and like, let's get out of here. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I was School of Rock before school. No, yeah. actually School yeah. of Rock influenced my teaching career yeah. because I, I cried at the end of that movie. Because I was broken at that point as a teacher, I was just like, "This is not who I am as a person." Oh. And I see this movie, I'm like, "That's who I am as a person." Wow! Not the scumbag part of Jack yeah. Black, yeah. But the yeah. but the that tapping into that thing. That's you know? cool. But so as a writer, though, and both of you guys being in improv, and myself a little bit of improv, just, yeah. uh And I think teaching is ninety percent improv. Um, you know it, it's it you watch a movie like fast times and you're like oh there's probably no improv going on because actually most of that was written down yeah. like you know from yeah. camera crew script but bob romanus in in the upcoming interview talks about how he would just put little buttons on things and and like end of the line you know and you think about wow the impact of one line yes. on yeah. a character in a movie or a book and right. you're like that makes the whole thing yes like people say right. fast times and everyone goes Totally awesome. Yeah. Right. Huh. That wasn't the button necessarily, but but like Demont for me, like his buttons at yeah. the end of scenes were that stood out to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. More it's dog just, fart coming. Sorry guys. More oh. dog fart. Oh, just no. heads, up. Just heads, up. Just heads up. yeah, I
0: mean, um, yeah go ahead. Well and, and
1: those lines are like the the uh there's a lot of improv is is very relevant to that because they're improvising the lines but like they could never have come up with those lines unless all the factors uh, came together that cast that set like you know all the people that's like the best part I think of working together to make something in yeah. case like a movie right. a play or anything right. it's like those people and their talents created the conditions that led to that actor being right. able to come up with that line totally. which then is so iconic also because it was so perfect for that moment it's you so know perfect. you couldn't have just scripted it because you didn't know what all those other elements would be yeah. but suddenly like it's like that led to that and it feels so right because it it was for that moment of time.
0: It was the uh, lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I, say. yeah. I was just going to say, too, really quick about the Go Go song. To me, that was the first song I heard as a kid, knowing it was an all female band mm. and going, oh, because everything was so stereo. Like it was like so either mild-driven. this or that, yeah. black yeah. and white. Yeah. yeah You know, if you liked rock and roll, you didn't listen to country music. If you yeah. liked country, then you didn't listen to you know, classical music. It's like, you couldn't yep. do, and, and, and school was all about, well, who are you listening to? And yeah. you, and you throw out something that's not popular. It's like, oh, that's stupid. You know, yep. okay. I, I mean, I listened to this band, yeah. you know, and like I couldn't admit to people that I listened to Rick Springfield back in the day. Cause they're like, who do you listen to? And cause everything was metalheads and like, well, a quiet riot. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah of course you do. Right. Twisted sister. Of course you do. Right. Rick Springfield. What? Yep. Culture club. What? So, but then the go-go's come out with this like hard hitting beat. And I remember being dancing around as a kid in my room and like thinking, oh, I can't tell people I listen to this band because it's all girls.
1: Oh, man. Wow. Because
0: it was so heavily driven.
1: Rick Springfield doesn't work, there's no way they're going to like me for this. But
0: then as a teacher, when I started teaching my school to rock class and and introducing songs to kids to perform on stage, The Go-Go's was one of the first... We Got the Beat was one of the first songs I did with my band, with the kids. and And the kids were like, this is so cool. And watching little... And I don't mean to like be sexist or whatever, but seeing little girls listen to the song for the first time going, well, that's really cool. And like, you guys realize yeah. you don't have to be the singer. You could be the drummer. You can be the bass player. You can be the guitarist. Every instrument's a cool instrument. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it, it, Typically, they're like, oh, well, girls sing you know yeah girls don't play yeah. an instrument that's for men right or
1: until boys, you're so. shown the possibility of something then you can't necessarily right. know that it is a possibility
0: yeah and yeah. the go-go's were really kind of groundbreaker like you know ass kicking before the bangles and all this stuff, you know yeah like yeah. they were and yeah. i love the bangles too yeah. but they were like a great band so yeah yeah,
2: yeah. good points uh, very cool we're that gonna out. wrap nice. it up yeah. though and Rapper I, Rapper I think Rapper.
0: that's a perfect place to wrap it up and you know lance rubin
1: Yes. Thank you for
0: being on our uh, show. It's my
1: pleasure. I'm so thank happy you. I get to be here with you guys. Where can
2: people find you if they want to? Oh, you know,
1: yes. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Lance Rubin Party. Because it's always a party on my social media feeds. <laughs> uh, and my <laughs> website is just my name, LanceRubin.com. Uh, R-U-B-I-N. Uh, and my recent book again is called Crying Laughing. You should check it out. And thank you for having me.
0: Get the physical yeah. print. Because there's something about holding a book in your hands. So. I agree. It's really cool.
2: I agree. Oh, do, do. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Also, holding Dustin in my
0: hands or <laughs> something—holding
2: uh, really, you know, uh, a farting dog in your hands. Holding a just, farting dog. So,
1: uh,
0: um,
1: yeah. And, or and the audiobook's coming out soon too, uh, and my wife Katie Shore narrates that, and she's awesome. So, also a good option for crying, laughing.
0: Nice. Looking forward to it. Nice. Can't wait. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. do do we normally do anything
0: else? When, when do I get my
1: $2? Yeah. Isn't that part of it?
0: Yeah, no, I know.
2: So,
1: you <laughs> or know, I pay you $2. Right.
0: D- just a just a button not with with a Bob Romanus button. He's got a funny uh Anecdote about that too, so that'll be the upcoming episode after this. So thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you. And uh
2: yeah, Wait, well, I'm sorry. Your button was just your Bob ass button was to say that he has a good button.
0: Yeah, my Bob Maras <laughs> button is to say Bob's got a great button.
2: Pass the torch a to Bob. it's Bob Rass button that you'll really like listening to. That he's the king of buttons. Later,
0: <laughs> two, weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. What happened? Don't know what happened. And we'll catch you on the flip side. There it is. That's my button. Yeah, that's a great button. That was so fun. Yeah, they got
2: Alright, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four is it five star rating? <laughs>